0: So. Oh, dude, I expect these notes that I have to last me for like two months because I'll find more as we go. But that'd Excellent. be good because you know what? That means that'll give me a chance to like uh, trim any ones that maybe aren't that good, you know, But I thought was good. Fat. Yeah, man. Trim to fat. I don't mind. Honestly, we'll probably require some editing. But uh, I, I made a point to myself this week that um, this episode, when I edit it, I'm forcing myself to edit it in the Adobe Software.
1: Ah, but if it takes me a
0: fucking like two days to do it to learn, I'm like I'm gonna start forcing myself to edit these shows. Cause these Mm -hmm. are pretty straightforward to edit. And then if I can figure that out, then once I start back up with my own shit again, whenever that happens.
2: Um uh, And
0: right's right, t- what rights? What t- rights? My rights. You mean your right to be a wage slave and a debt slave? And- Work at jobs you hate to accumulate money you barely want to buy shit you don't need for their entire life, so you can die in your listen, early listen, early seventies from you know listen some form. Just because you got,
1: just because you got diagnosed with celiac disease and you're down in the gutter doesn't mean you need to take me there with you. All right, pulling
0: you down, motherfucker. Come back. I'm trying, I'm trying to, to just get positive up, and off the vacation.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm like trying to live life here, and you're like <laughs> the world's
0: burning. <laughs> oh. I mean, you're not wrong. Though. Wait, does it come in <laughs> different languages? <laughs> I don't really think that Bill Gates could have the time to do this right now. He's being divorced. Have you ever seen a man going through a divorce? He's yeah. not capable. He's barely capable of. Heating a TV dinner
1: like, Absolutely Then add in billions of dollars Into that fucking legal yeah. battle And <laughs> I can't imagine yeah. <laughs> the stress
0: Sleeping in his race car bed <laughs> oh, Poor Bill He's gotta sleep with his Where's Melinda? Uh, <laughs> I gotta sleep with bro, my roommates
1: Room. Room. <laughs>
0: this conversation many times before i'm glad you're still up on it uh, well luckily we've had it what 44 times
1: before because today it is episode 45 welcome to the fucking a podcast episode 45 of this wonderful beautiful show what time? you didn't do it's the
0: like, time and the date you didn't do any of that what's going on you're rusty, I'm rusty. you're rusty I'm rusty. <laughs> you're rusty, <laughs> rusty, <laughs> the, rusty the clown you're rusty the clown
1: it is 5 17 p.m here on uh sunday august 15th 2021 welcome to episode 45 Waving the full five of the fucking A podcast. My name is Matavius Caldwell Pope, and this is my co-host uh, Dennis you know. <laughs> hey, NBA champion! NBA champion, Dennis Antetokounmpo. Foot and a half
0: shorter how than like, that guy. How,
1: how you like that pronunciation? Antetokounmpo. I got did, that shit. You
0: did good. You did. You did it right. I didn't do I, the boom I goes the
1: dynamite style. You know.
0: I was gonna say. I thought. I think you nailed it. I, I think, think so. I think you can be proud that you've you've made an ample effort on that, but. uh Wow, buddy, this is, you know, it's weird to be back because this is by far the longest break we've taken, yeah, it's been 28 days, it's 28 days later, like you said before. <laughs> yeah, vaccine zombies
1: are about to start running down the street, chasing me yeah. on the DVP, bro. I told yeah. you.
0: well, if you think about it, this is, this is, we're, we're getting close, and within about a month now, we'll be at one year together, podcasting together, Aww. sharing our thoughts, Jokes, you too. Oh, and to take a month off, I mean, how fucking inconsiderate, first of all, for our listeners. I'm sorry, you know. Well,
1: no, 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 as far as they're concerned, they didn't get it, they only got a week off. They got a week off because we did three episodes at once and then launched them out and then, you know, did our thing. That's true. So, that's
0: true that's true we did we tried to cover our bases i tried to arrange an episode last week with matt but uh technical matt wanted nothing did no 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 matt he was just like i wanted nothing
1: to do with it i was like oh am gonna yeah, he read I my. He, him. he
0: pretended that the he didn't get the notification on his phone but really he saw them and he was like nah i don't well,
1: want no to. here here's the real thing actually i honest to god didn't get a notification for it but i had the thought of like oh am i gonna do an episode i'm like i'm not even gonna message him i just don't want to do it i'm just, wow. I'm, I'm back and rude. i just want to fucking relax so the truth comes out yeah i, I see was, i was on my couch smoking weed just like relaxing in the sunshine but
0: how is that any goddamn different than what you would have done anyway <laughs> because i just
1: didn't want to put out the effort to pick up a microphone and bullshit i just didn't wow I, didn't. I mean
0: i i just again as i always point out on some social media and stuff that between the two of us the level <laughs> of commitment <laughs> the level of commitment from you is is we're we're, we're still building you up you know? I show up every week all right you do show up show up you show up you show out. you know Except last week, I was not. Except for last week and the previous weeks that you were away. But how, how are you doing? How was the vacation? Welcome back from the East Coast.
1: I almost quit my job. I did not <laughs> want to come home. <laughs> I'm different. serious, man. There's Every something vacation. about, like, dude, you go from being in the fucking concrete jungle in the heart of downtown of Toronto to out on a fucking boat in the middle of the ocean in the sunshine wearing, like, asshole pink fucking t-shirts you know what i mean it's uh you i did not want to come back
0: you had some nice drip there man it's drip a drip bayless inspiring drip thank you you know thank you you the... look good you look good I, ste- folks, I
1: stepped up the wardrobe game
0: yeah folks are got to see your you're developing you're developing new style it's it's good your future is bright you're not even out of your 20s officially yet you're already no. setting yourself up for a for a nice 30s there man it's That's... my
1: like it's like my mid mid-age crisis you know well, That's I'm, not true. Getting my, I'm not getting myself a car yet, but I'm like, what am I doing? I'm going to grow the fuck up.
0: Well, when you were heading into your 20s, you were still what? Rocking band t shirts and, and yeah. all that shit, you know? So yeah. I was still in that fuck my parents, I'm on my own phase. You yeah. Know? Like, now uh, I'm a little more uh, screamo metal like fucking phase, yeah. you know, all that shit. Yeah.
1: yeah I'm, I'm going to be 30, right? But anyway, so the vacation was bomb, dude. The vacation was fucking bomb. Yeah, tell Ooh. the
0: people, tell the people and tell me how, you know, reporting from the East Coast of Canada, how's it going oh. over there in the maritime provinces? Over in the Atlantic bubble, there.
1: It's uh, COVID free. I went down there halfway through the trip. The mask mandate was completely dropped. So there was no mask anywhere. Like it, you could do whatever the fuck you wanted. It was fantastic,
0: man. So you it thread the needle fantastic. there before everything gets fucked up again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I took off my mask in the grocery store and just coughed on the grapes. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, to let people know I'm from Toronto.
0: That's not funny, but. <laughs> I mean, really,
1: uh, my girlfriend pointed this out to me a few times on the trip. It's like I dress like I'm from Toronto, and like you could tell I was from Toronto when I was. Around people it doesn't had, like, even matter. Stuff.
0: It doesn't matter how you dress; people can just sense when you're not from like, there. Like, this guy yeah. thinks you he's going- fucking better than me, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Cosmopolitan, metropolitan. All <laughs> our fucking federal money goes to you, fucks. You should have just flossed on him, been like, "That's fucking right, bro." Right, your tax dollars pay for this drip, bruh. Like, I'm gonna
1: quit my job and come down here and buy a house, and all the fucking housing market's gonna go up, and you're not gonna be able to afford it, motherfucker.
0: Gentrify the East Coast, on you. <laughs> Woo! Oh, uh, there goes there goes our four listeners from out there on that side. Man, man buns and of yoga guys, incoming. Man buns and yoga sweaters out in fucking
1: New Brunswick. Yeah, track pants, a lot of uh, joggers. joggers,
0: joggers. Yeah, yeah, joggers with with like white Nikes and all that shit.
1: You know? Oh yeah, high top b-ball shoes. My Lebron witnesses some you know Yeezys. Yeah. Oh, I'm not that rich. I don't flex that hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, who can't can't afford a $1,000 shoes that are actually only worth about $18 at most. So,
1: dog, the lifestyle is just different though. Like, so I, I even did this to, to show Haley this. We were going downtown to the bar. First of all, you could choose from like four bars. There was like okay. eight open, four of them you would never go to. The other four were like, <laughs> all right, not bad. And then two of them would be like, ah, that fits my age demographic. Okay. So, so now you're like, all right, I can go to two. Well, we go to one, we actually got turned away because they were too busy. Well, they were understaffed. And the girl said to me straight up, she's like, listen we're super understaffed so like i'm actually not gonna let you in tonight we went to a different bar had a great time but that's great because the next day we fucking checked the newspaper and there was a giant COVID outbreak at that bar from the exact hours that we were going to go into and we left so we were extremely happy now i am oh
0: you man you're threading needles left and
1: right yeah bro oh dude i want to hear me keep threading it so then we go out on the we go out on the boat the next day with my uncle and like my entire family we had a you know a family thing because i hadn't been down there in a couple years it was great had a great time uh one of his buddies actually stopped by to like he had to talk to him about something with their boat because his boat was fucked up anyway right. he brought his girlfriend with him she stayed outside didn't come in the house or anything my uncle talked with this guy for a couple minutes then he took off no problem well turns out the next day that girl and all the people that were on their boat party in that day were covid positive oh god so we had been in contact with this dude my uncle was like freaking out he's like i gotta get a test and i told him i'm like listen you don't have to get a test that dude doesn't test positive like just hang tight found out the guy that come over was negative so there was no need to worry everything's fine we go to pei the next day okay Haley and i my girlfriend we got our pei passes we were allowed to come in we were vaccinated everything was cool as we yeah. get on to, we cross the fucking 15 minute bridge which is so dope You drive across fucking 15 minute bridge you're like what the it's humans crazy. are incredible humans yeah. are fucking incredible look yeah. at us kill, killing uh, all these fish to put up a bridge
0: yeah are we <laughs> I, I, you know
1: but anyway, so we go we go there, and the guys, as we pull up uh, to the like the province gate or whatever, he's like, all right, how long have you guys been inside the bubble? I'm like, uh, we've been here for nine days. He goes, okay, pull up to lane 13. So I turn my car to go to lane 13, and I notice that there's a giant red marker above lane 13. <laughs> and I go, oh, fuck. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so we go up. This girl comes up to us, like, you know, a little, like, hut thing. She's totally normal, plain clothes with a little clipboard. Like, hi there, blah, blah, blah. I show her my PEI passes, which say I'm vaccinated yeah. I'm allowed in. Everything's cool. She's like, all right, great. How long have you been here? I said nine days. She goes, well, because you haven't been here for 14 days, you got to get COVID tested. Ooh. So I'm immediately pissed because I thought that meant like I got to go back, get tested, prove it to be able to come back in. I'm like, what a fucking waste of time. Oh. No, 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 no. She goes through her little hut and then comes back in a minute fully gowned and scrubbed up and is like, all right, you ready? I'm like, wait, what? It's like rapid testing on the spot. Like, no, that's the other thing. It wasn't rapid testing. She's like, all right, here you go. Did a fucking nasal swab for me. And it's like, all right, here's your number to call. Have a nice trip. And then lets us in. So it's just like we're testing you because I'm still vaccinated. But they're going to contact you after so i went from this wave of emotions of like fuck like i gotta get vaccinated <laughs> yes. to enter to like wait you're gonna vaccinate me now to like wait you're gonna let me
0: go this is a real roller coaster you're on here eh yeah so then i thought landed. you're gonna say that just put you in a lane and just fired you off into the ocean like That's what oh, i thought was sorry. gonna happen right
1: like you fucking clowns you, well, you can come into pei yeah exactly like, <laughs> nobody knows how
0: we do things here in
1: pei like, yeah going and to lane us- 13 <laughs> a fucking big red marker like oh god i'm dying but yeah and then it ended up being totally fine and then we had a great time in pei so yeah well shout out pei shout out and then oh and then our covid test came back negative and we were like haha so i called my uncle i'm like hey all that covid stuff you're worried about like don't worry i'll know for sure tomorrow
0: you know i'm (laughs) I'm realizing that we missed a great branding opportunity i should have sent you out there with like a thousand stickers just so you could slap them on every goddamn surface on the east coast across multiple multiple provinces oh fuck next time they don't even have internet pi bro it's fucked <laughs> like, like oh like, you're telling me there's an untapped podcast market of people who can't even access the shows so then we've got to decide how we can get to them do we need to like start writing newsletters and like dropping them if airplane or something like yeah we gotta use ultrasound they don't even ultra, get radio frequency ultrasound to the dolphin listeners Like, bah. we'll take them we'll take whatever we can get well i'm glad you're back i'm glad i'm glad you're back and safe and well and yep i'm glad yeah. you had that euphoric high of a vacation where it's the best dude you come back yeah. glowing you come back glowing now i heard a i heard an idea about vacations the other day that i thought about and i'm wondering maybe if you can confirm that every time you go anywhere on a vacation it seems like the greatest place on earth because you're experiencing it as a vacation whereas everybody else around you is living their normal lives
1: oh 100 so like, dude like, like all
0: my family shows
1: up and it's this great thing but it's like okay i'm going like, back to work see ya. everybody
0: else like has jobs and it's
1: like uh yeah nice to see you like I'm like cool I have i'm gonna to work i'm gonna sleep in this airbnb we rented that was a renovated fire station and you know have sex <laughs> yeah. with my girl and get high as fuck and wake up at <laughs> you know 11 30 a.m
0: and go to the beach <laughs> sucks yeah. to be all not really how the world tends to work in most places no <laughs> like unfortunately people, not people go to tropical islands they're like this is beautiful i never want to leave i'm like you probably do because if you lived here you probably find the quality of life isn't really what the resort the five-star resort you're at is, is up to you know yeah you want to hear something funny sure that's the point of the podcast usually but yeah yeah fair enough i i accidentally
1: i was i was drunk as fuck but I dumped an entire tea onto a carpet in an Airbnb we rented. But here's the kicker. So it was okay. on a rug, actually. It was on a rug. But underneath, there was like like hard like floor like concrete but it was like sealed over okay so it was no problem there but the rug was also like a deep beige brown color <laughs> so oh you oh couldn't boy. tell it all. no so you couldn't tell it all it blended in perfectly oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was like <laughs> so i i like soaked it out like a madman to the point my girl was like dude you're like fucking going overboard I'm like let's fucking fucking charge for fucking airbnb for fuck shit because i'm fucking stupid you're gonna, get a, anyway. you're gonna
0: get an email from the guy being like that was an eight thousand dollar shag
1: rug I think it was like a fucking forty dollar Walmart <laughs> rug that looked nice, you know. But it was that like deep brown color, so it matched the tea and the milk nice. perfectly, and you could never tell. You've this four is. Days later. You
0: know what? You've been telling me stories here that are all good luck, back to back to back to back to back. So you know oh, what yeah. that
1: means. Uh, you need a bad luck one.
0: I think no. I think I think you're due, isn't oh. it? Like you might oh. be due for something.
1: Well, we had some bad luck. Don't worry. Okay. I hit a worst rainstorm I've ever driven in my entire fucking life. Point. I thought I was gonna like die, bro like coastal rainstorm oh dude in the stretch before saint john like i had the tractor trailers on the opposite side were dumping water onto my like dumping it onto my windshield as i'm getting sprayed by two tractor trailers that were to the front of me and to the right of me and it was like a literal torrential downpour i had to get off the highway i'm like this is this is fucked and we were supposed to go whale watching so that
0: got canceled obviously yeah well if you can't see three feet in front of you you're not seeing much of the whales i'm guessing so no not at all But, hey, you made it back. You're back here. You're back into the we're back into our weekly therapy podcasting comedy routine. I missed it. I need it. Yeah. You know, I felt a little weird, too, especially when you've been doing it. I mean, we maybe never took more than one week off, you Mm -hmm. know, in this in this first year here. And then three or four weeks. I mean, no, it's a zombie movie away. You know, it's a a lot of a lot's happened. A lot's happened. four weeks is a long time to not shoot the shit. And, you know, and to keep our people updated. Now, I have I have a story for you that I meant to share. Me. Um, I, I, me. I dropped a vague reminder in our, in our little, uh, chat, but, um, so you, and maybe on the show a couple times you told me we, we had talked about John wick, the movie, yes. right? Many so, times. And I, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or if we, when we talked beforehand or whatever, but I had never seen it. Right. So I know you had been recommending said so to fucking do it. So I've been on a bit of a movie kick, especially last month or so. So, um, I was, uh, I was at Lori's place. And I was, um, you know, she was she she'd gone to bed because she had to get up for work and I was staying up late and decided to pop on John Wick. And so I'm watching it, it's a pretty good. Good movie. Great movie in the end, by the way. You're right. Great. I got, okay, I got to watch right? two and three
1: right now. I Great. got you know, I got so to get good. into it. So that cl- that club scene, dude. Oh, my God. Well,
0: you're, you're once once again, we're in some symbiosis here because the club scene, right? okay
1: okay that's where the point of this is oh god so
0: he's he's fighting through the club right he, he, anybody who's seen the movie he, he goes it's halfway through the movie he goes to the club he starts he's chasing this guy down he's, he's fighting through the club trying to catch this dude and put a fucking cap in him right there's a lot of gunfire in this scene so i don't know if you remember in that scene there's there's a moment there's there's a lot of bullets and all this shit and things are flying And there's kind of a moment where he runs out of ammo for a second. Mm -hmm. He's like behind a pillar and he's kind of like, there's like a lull in the action for, for about 30 seconds while he's like calculating his next action hero move. Right. So I'm sitting there watching the movie and it's a loud scene, music, bullets, all this shit. And he stops for a minute. And while I'm watching the movie, I hear pop, pop, pop. And I'm stoned. So I'm like, what the fuck? What's wrong with the net? Is Netflix fucked? Yeah, like there's and no shooting brain, going on. And then my brain goes, Uh, hey, idiot, that sound didn't come from your TV. That sound came from outside. And I was like, that was that was a gun. And I'm like, my was brain was like, house, I was like, that was a gun. So I get up and you have to understand, it's hot night. So the windows were closed and the air conditioner was on. So I couldn't hear the, you know, there's sound in the house. Right. So I get up and I pull the blinds up on the window and I look outside, and outside her house, and I'm not kidding you, outside her house, there is a guy laying in the street with eight police officers surrounding him because he had been what? shot by the cops here in London. It's the first police involved shooting in this city in two years. Okay. Literally, the shots I heard were the cops popping a guy who apparently was armed with multiple knives and charged. Why the fuck? New-
1: why the why the fuck didn't you just start playing club
0: music out the window and like put a track to it? Be like boom boom I bom, bom, was like bom, literally bom, like bom. what the fuck I pause the movie, I look out the window, dude. There's like eight cruisers. There's like 15 officers at this point. They finally they, got Keanu. Middle of the fucking street. This dude is face down on the street. There's all these cops surrounding him. And I, I turn around, I run to the to Lori's bedroom and I'm like, Wake up. She's like, What? I'm like, the cops just shot somebody right outside your door. She's like, fuck off. <laughs> It's like, no, can you see the, the berries are lighting your room up? Can you not see this thing? She's like, what? We sat there and watched. Dude, guy didn't die. You're going to say no rest in pepperoni? Not, not lethal. All he survived? right. survived? Okay. Survived. He apparently, uh, this was a big story here in London for, for a couple of weeks. He apparently was like a regular with the cops. People had called a lot of like domestic calls on him and his girlfriend. They lived across the street. I've never seen these people before. Never seen them all. Like all times I've been over there. Never seen these people. Guy got shot multiple times. He went to fucking jail. And the the SIU was there all night, all fucking night. Now, if anybody's listening to this and they're wondering, like, well, did you talk to the police? No, I didn't. And my reason why was because I didn't actually see anything that happened that was relevant. I saw the aftermath. There were witnesses who windows were probably open and probably saw the events unfold. I only was aware of it after the shots were fired and after the guy was already hit. Like I got this is I got no info to share. So,
1: yeah, that's your first first mistake was watching the movie without putting on your beautiful Sennheiser or your Audio Technica headphones there. I would have missed this
0: whole thing. Exactly.
1: That's where I'm at in my life. Where I'm like, don't fucking bother me. I'm watching John Wick. You got (laughs) shot. Did did you kill him?
0: No. Fuck. Uh... I finished the movie. I mean, eventually, after a while, I was like, he's not dead. He's squirming. And the ambulance have took him, him away. And I was just like, oh, I guess I'll go finish the movie now. Like, I should have finished him. <sighs> fucking interrupt my movie. You didn't even fucking die. Pretty wild to hear live gunshots outside your window when you're watching an action movie, though. But credit to my brain for actually, like, the part of my brain that was like, no, that wasn't movie gun. That was real gun. And that was outside. And I was like, uh oh real events that I need to pay attention to, like get up and move. Crazy. crazy. That is crazy. We don't live in, we don't live in Detroit. You don't
1: live in Cleveland. <laughs> no, they fucking, <laughs> I won't throwing lie there.
0: batteries. The cops were doing, the cops were shining lights in the windows of the houses afterwards, like looking for witnesses, I guess. And no, I they're looking for, no. they were looking for bullet holes. Probably. No, they shot, they, they knew you could tell they knew where the bullets were. Cause they had cops like in the bushes, like looking, for it so like Hmm. they clearly knew where the casings were or whatever the knives the guy might have had or whatever the fuck they were looking for they were looking for witnesses and every time they looked up in the windows where we were we like we like did some matrix like against the wall like we're not home (laughs)
1: like yeah and like that time that that guy broke up with his girlfriend across the street from us and we watched through the blinds at 3 a.m oh god front you of house that? theater there's nothing Completely. better
0: than front of house theater L-
1: we left all the lights off and out, like turned a lamp off and then like peeked through the <laughs> blinds to watch this guy like, scream in the streets as his girlfriend broke <laughs> up with him as he incredulously was like why like
0: what'd you do and she's kind of just calmly being like Jesus. do you remember the part okay so yeah this, this is a true story when we were living in college this guy across the street got dumped by his girlfriend and i think He like just was screaming in the doorway at her, just like,
1: How could you do this to me? Exactly what
0: was happening. And then the best moment of this, if you remember, was um, somebody left the house and drove away and came back with a car full of guys, like five guys. And not to like kick this dude's ass. They were like clearly his friends. And as you remember, they all got out of the car, and it was like a funeral procession. They just walked up and were like, "Come on, no, come on, come oh, on, buddy. stop! I know, come stop on, them. no, no, come no, I, it's you're, it's too much. You're yelling, two thirty in the fucking morning. Yeah, like you have bitch, to stop like... yelling. You have to they, come on. They like whisked them into the car and drove away. <laughs>
1: My heroes.
0: My fucking heroes. <laughs> Standing I just remember, ovation.
1: I remember both of us in our underwear, like peeking through the blinds, being like, yo, this is... Dude, yeah, we now. were like literally smoking bowls and like eating chips and being like, what's going to happen next?
0: But we'd already gone to bed and like got up and we're like, yo, you hear this?
1: Like, <laughs> got out of bed to watch the show.
0: What else were we up to? I mean, we weren't productive members of society at the time. It wasn't it was like, like we had shit to do. Yeah, it was like two in the morning on like a Thursday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like stay up late, watch some weird screaming match across the street? Yeah, why not? Shit. Oh, so shit. that's been that's that's basically that's basically been my um my most exciting story of the past four oh, weeks
1: my life uh we learned a life pro tip at a restaurant here we went out to a hibachi restaurant which is like a japanese okay. where they like the japanese uh grill house place where you also they cook in
0: front of you right the, it, yeah it's called a yeah.
1: tapenaki i think and they do like a little show and then there's like they have like yeah. fire like they'll shoot like fucking oil on the thing and like light it on fire yep. and make it come out a little onion rings things like are awesome yeah, and then they like, you know, throw cucumber at you, yada, yada. Anyway.
0: Does, did it have the participation where they're like, come on up, and you can flip an egg or something like that? Like- uh,
1: he didn't flip the eggs for it, but, like, he was, like, throwing, like, here, catch this, or, like, shoot, like, sake out of a fucking right. water bottle across <laughs> at people. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, so we had a blast, but we learned a pro tip here. You go to a restaurant, try to get the waiters to fuck up so that you can get a discount because they dropped The girl was trying to clear the table off before us and had, like, six bowls stacked of, like, miso soup. Okay. And she dropped them. And it splashed up and hit Haley. Now, didn't cover in soup, but she got a little bit of a splash back. And it was like – at first, I was like, man, what the fuck? Like, come on. And the girl apologized, and we were all good about it. But when it time came to pay the bill got a liter of wine for free motherfucker so here's my thing we so gotta what, go in
0: intentionally fuck waiters yes. up to get a discount yeah, i gotta i gotta like trip them or something like, oh you, you just you just spilled that all over i me, think sir. you're straying a line between <laughs> some, <laughs> you know waiters making mistakes and you getting banned for life from the restaurant maybe well, i'm not
1: gonna like intentionally trip them i'm just gonna like throw something at their feet when they're not looking and then do you know? Oh, just Oops. drop a
0: napkin, like a little something on the floor. Like, oh whoa, watch out. Whoa.
1: Oh no, he fell Crash. and cracked his skull off the floor. I need a discount, please. Oh
0: god, it's like one of those <laughs> one of those like workplace safety ads they used to run here. Oh,
1: terrifying. The Canadian ones, dude? Holy yeah. fuck. No warning one? at all.
0: Yeah, we used to have these ads here in Canada because I know we have many American listeners. They, they were like workplace safety things. You're right. No warning. They would just be like, it would be like a girl like, I'm, yeah, I'm a chef and I just got married. And she like slips and pours oil on herself and then like, like screaming in pain. It literally like, cuts to like a fucking mugshot screenshot of her laying on
1: the ground while like, oil is bubbling her skin face, on her yeah, face. Like,
0: and she's like, <laughs> like
1: what the like, fuck?
0: Don't man. fuck up at work. <laughs> like, whoa, shit. <laughs> yeah, dude,
1: like, Okay the guy that beats the shit out of his wife. Like remember that one?
0: Was there one like that?
1: Yeah. He like fucking like a, like he slams a drink down and tells her like, shut up or something. And like hits her.
0: It's brutal, dude. It was like a domestic violence one. Oh God. Yeah. Our our public service announcements in this country are, are aggressive we, very dude, we, aggressive
1: we went from like don't you put it in your mouth to like shut the fuck up bitch like slapping your wife, domestic violence is not a joke like oh my god
0: like <laughs> and yet here we are you and i so that's what not a doing. joke you said matt not a joke not funny well you know a little late here as we get going but but since we're just telling stories but i have a product endorsement Ooh, i do i do usually say we endorsing the- today well it's an old favorite it's back to a, a staple of the fucking a diet probably not my diet anymore but you know our our general listeners our general listenership will will run with this one so bringing it back to craft dinner Ooh. okay now there's a lot of ways you could sort of infuse craft dinner into other foods and you know how we are about brand fusion we're all about fusion it's how all great it. ideas all about it the future is fusion so, I mean KFC and KD and stuff like that. Well, we're, we're we're all about both brands. KFC shoes, KD hair color, I don't know. The Kraft Heinz company has partnered with Brooklyn-based Van Leerwin Ice Cream, sorry if I said that wrong, to introduce a limited edition macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. Dog, what? Dog, what? Don't don't lick your lips at that. Well, love- we know that there is nothing more refreshing on a hot summer day than ice cream. How are you going to follow that? How are you going to say that sentence and then continue? On so we here?
1: infused it with cheese macaroni.
0: That is why we wanted to combine two of the most iconic comfort foods to create an ice cream with the unforgettable flavor of Kraft macaroni and cheese we all grew up with. Man, some of these senior. Is she. This is Emily Violet, senior associate brand manager for Kraft macaroni and cheese.
1: You hear what you said there? Kraft macaroni and cheese it's actually branded differently in america and canada so in canada we have it's look at the boxes it's craft dinner in america it's craft macaroni and cheese i've talked to my american buddies about this yeah dude they market it differently in canada as craft so dinner we're
0: acting like it's a whole fucking meal is that what we're saying apparently uh, fucking apparently,
1: they're like down there, they're like, This is a side macaroni and cheese. You oh, up big here, we're like, eat The whole
0: goddamn package. <laughs> here, we're like, Eat it all. <laughs> that whole eat fucking all. You're gonna make that thing up and you're gonna eat the whole package, you pathetic bastard. Macaroni side, this is dinner. This is <laughs>
1: put some fucking hot dogs in there.
0: Fucking vomit. Some tube-, some tube steaks. Mac and cheese ice cream. I mean, there are elements of it here I just don't understand
1: ice cream and cheese are like i don't i don't know i mean they're dairy
0: we're talking dairy and dairy i mean it's i like i like cheesecake ice cream i mean shit okay i we're trying i got to rationalize it here for you a little bit because i'm trying to understand how anybody could possibly think this is a good idea now in in the article i read about it sold out immediately because of course it did of course it did they always fucking do now, do you think it's because they it's terrible and they just don't make that much? And then like twelve people buy it and they're like, whoa, sold out, too much demand. Holy shit. Like
1: no, nah, purely memes. Purely memes, dog. Purely memes. It's the same thing that happened when they came out with purple and green ketchup when we were kids. I fucking was like, yo, get a get a bottle of that right away. Bought the yeah. green ketchup. And this was a time, instead of like dunking my fries, I was young. So I covered, I like sprayed it on there. I put all this green ketchup on my fries and I looked at it. It was the most unappealing fucking thing I had ever seen. You got a a picky eight-year-old kid that's like doesn't want to eat fries and ketchup. Your fucking product has a problem. So what happened? They sold all this green ketchup super fast and
0: nobody at all repurchased. So they were like, "Uh, cut that shit immediately. Stop making it before we make too much. I, I think we're just bored. I think people are out of ideas. I mean, this 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 Emily Violet is saying sitting around at her desk one day and they're like, hey, M, we got to we, we need something new. We, we need some brand. You, you got to come up with here. something. You got to get call in local business like, OK, I'll call the local Brooklyn based ice cream company and see if they want to, you know, collab for a little brand fusion here.
1: And guess you know? what? It worked. They sold out immediately. Probably. Who like, wants to collab
0: with fucking a? You gotta terrible. do like everybody does. No.
1: Yeah. Oh, I- <laughs> so you gotta do like one run of that, and then never do it again, and then come back with it ten years later. You gotta do like the McRib uh, approach. Yeah. You know the the you gotta shamrock create- shakes.
0: Yeah. Like the mm,
1: exactly. You create like fake demand. You know what I'm saying? Why can't oh, I have it year round? Because you wouldn't buy it year round. But if I tell you you can only get it for a month, your dumbass
0: is gonna buy four of them. I to to this day I have the eggnog conspiracy theory. Right. Eggnog. Is, on, dude. Eggnog's not good enough to be drank year round. That's why we only release it once a like a month of the year. Mm-hmm. Spot on, you dude. Know?
1: Fucking spot on. That shit's scarcity. like scarcity semen. Like it's disgusting.
0: You know what? I skip I don't mind eggnog, but I have multiple holidays that go by where I'm like, I just haven't I haven't been feeling it. You know?
1: I've never once ever been like, Oh, I can't wait to have a nice glass of eggnog. Fuck I don't
0: shit, I dude. mean a rum and nog with a little like nutmeg and like the whole, you know, because then you're getting holiday drunk and that's different.
1: That's a bit okay, but there's alcohol in it, so my brain naturally is like, "This might not taste the greatest, but just drink it." But if I'm like, "Ah, oh, give me a tall glass of eggnog," my brain's gonna go, "This is fucking dog shit," and I'm gonna pour it out.
0: Yeah, like I can have a glass of eggnog. I'm not a, it's, I'm not a nog fan. You I'm know? not trying
1: to drink something the consistency of like snot. Like I'm just
0: not. Like I'm just not. <laughs> we don't like that mucusy texture. No, not at all, man. Mm-hmm. Like coming this fall. <laughs> disgusting well i got another i actually got a i got a story that i'm going to share that that's a a listener story since we were telling stories um i thought i'd jump back to this for you here um this is this is from a toronto listener okay actually and no it's not my brother so so shut the fuck up okay so apparently one of our listeners was um uh making an attempt as we all do you know to try new things and this person was was trying rollerblading okay and now this was up in sort of the young and Davisville sort of area, which is the area okay. I grew up in. So yeah, I am I aware well. of the type of people who live in that area and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, sort of populated. So this, this listener of ours was, was trying rollerblading and, and was, you know, the, the, like the four wheeler ones, like the skates, like the skates, you know, roller, roller, skating, yeah, roller skates. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Okay. Now this is a girl who is a, 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 relatively small girl who was out on a residential street roller skating with like the helmet and all this stuff, like obviously not good at it either. And like struggling, right. Cause you, you take up something new. You gotta, you you gotta fuck up a little bit before you get good at it. Right. Absolutely. So up in the area, she's on a residential street struggling to roller skate and to get going. And apparently as she's in the road, uh, uh, somebody in like a Beamer rolls up behind her and, and, immediately gets annoyed with this person, this struggling girl in the street on roller (laughs) skates. Now there's a number of ways you can imagine this going, but let me tell you if this is the one you think. Apparently she realized she was in the way. This guy rode right up behind her like aggressively. And then she, in an effort trying to get out of the way of the car rolled off, tripped and fell onto the ground. Okay. So what would you do in this scenario as a driver? If you saw somebody trip and fall onto the ground, would you, you know, ask, are you okay?
1: Well, I'm the guy in the Beamer that's fucking tailgating someone. On, oh, on So
0: I'm going to be like, get fucked, idiot. And then I'm going to skirt off. For that's, sure. That is ex- pretty much exactly what happened. As, <laughs> as the story was told, the the guy rolled by went
1: fuck you
0: flipped her off and sped off
1: <laughs> what a bad date that is hey eh? you get her some Kraft dinner mac and cheese ice cream because she fucking needs it poor thing or shout poor out thing.
0: shout out to the neighborhood I grew up in
1: yeah, I realized something last night too so I went to uh, I went to a wedding last night with my girlfriend to the okay. reception I had a good time anyway I was driving so I didn't drink but I had uh you know early in the night I had two beers and then drove like six hours later no problem okay Grab some Coors Light out of this giant cooler they had, right? And I realized something. Because I was, like, milking the beers because I was driving later and I was, you know, trying to actually enjoy them a little bit, I let the one, like, the end of it, like, the last quarter of my second beer, probably about 30 minutes, so it got warm, right? Got okay. a good drink of it, and it was fucking just awful. Like, just awful. And I realized yeah. something. Remember when Coors Light came out with those like mountains on the side oh, that was the, like, the they'll temperature. Turn blue when it's yeah. right. Yeah, that's not like a marketing gimmick for like, oh cool, your beer's cold enough. That's so you don't think their product is dog shit when it gets warm and you fucking drink it. It's to try to encourage you to drink it when it's cold. Because
0: holy shit, dude, it went from oh. water to piss, like straight up taste difference. Wow. Wow. I never you know what? I never really thought of it that way. Please for love of God, don't drink this shit when it's not cold.
1: <laughs> you'll fucking never buy it again. You better drink it when it's ice cold, bro. (laughs) I swear, swear, man. I was like, I I said it to Haley. She started dying. I'm like, I I honestly think so. I think that's the fucking marketing gimmick.
0: We talk so much about branding and marketing and stuff. You think after a few years of the show, we're going to be experts on this stuff. I hope, and you, Or you'd think that one of us would find out some way to market this podcast to anybody. To say,
1: I'm a marketing expert. I get the 188 fucking listens an episode. My growth is organic.
0: Do we? We don't get Plus, anywhere near that. We're talking about that
1: in a couple of years. That's my point. Oh, in a couple of years. 180. <laughs> you know point.
0: what? If in a couple of years we're getting like 200 people an episode, I'd, I'd consider that a fucking major success. So tell your I friends, folks. Please, 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 please tell your friends. I tried. I've uh, I've told a few more. We talk yeah. about psychotic dicks and BMWs and police shootings and stuff. It's it's what everybody wants to hear these Speaking days. Speaking of
1: which, that sounds like some interesting news stuff. You got anything like psychotic? I in- uh, will- actually, oh. no. No, I'll
0: keep it in London. I'll keep it in London oh, here. Okay. I have, I, I'm gonna keep it local here. So, uh, a psychiatrist working in London and Saint Thomas, Ontario, in the hospital in Saint Thomas, by the way, which I'm familiar okay. with, has been suspended for 12 months after inappropriate communication with a patient. According to the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Ontario who filed a report on the matter, she communicated with her patient about a mistrust of psychiatry. Let's just stop right there.
1: Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait. Yeah, the no, doctor no, please, please please unpack that if you if you if you will. <laughs> the doctor was warning the patient that she might her job might be bullshit. A psychiatrist warned her patients about mistrusting psychiatry. Not exactly how you get repeat business. I don't. Believe. I don't think, so. I don't think no, so. No,
1: wonder their fucking college of like their union board people were like, listen. Yeah. Um, as your waitress, <laughs> as
0: your waitress hands you the bill, just so you know, all our chefs pick their nose and rub it in your food. Thanks. See you next time. Bye. Have a good night. <laughs> Not the smartest. Now she uh, she communicate with the patient about the mistrust mistrust of psychiatry, conspiracy theories, and QAnon. Oh yeah. Here we go. Among other things, says the article, because I'm sure that was not all they got. And now they can com- also continued their communication with the patient through Twitter, direct messaging for weeks because you started, I mean, your psychiatrist was DMing, DMing you. You need Twitter? a fucking
1: psychiatrist. he's like, I just DM you talk shit.
0: Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Bear with me. The patient began to refer to Desjardins, the psychiatrist, as his guru and master. Oh, and no. the college found the relationship and their communication contributed to the patient's paranoid state and eventual hospitalization in 2019. In addition to the professional sanctions, Desjardins themselves has been ordered to see a therapist monthly for two years. Buddy, you're always, you're always ahead of the game with these stories, you know that? And I swear to God, I don't read them when they pop in
1: there. I like to be surprised by them, but like... My-
0: my therapist has a court ordered therapist.
1: That sounds like a bar from like a fucking depressed <laughs> Zan rapper. My therapist got a therapist. <laughs> I'm whipping a McLaren, bitch. I'm <laughs> popping <Up and> Zans. <laughs> driving my podcasters, the road.
0: <laughs> my favorite podcasters listen to other podcasts. Well, right? yeah, why exactly, right? right? So why would right? my psychiatrist see? this? Right. Are we just, right? are we breaking this back down to like, that yeah, makes sense, right? Uh, right. It's just a chain, right? Like, right. my I sensei mean, hey, got the a sense in the sopranos doesn't the doesn't the the therapist woman have a therapist of her own i think she has to get one because of tony right that's <laughs> what i mean right I, doesn't <laughs> she's any sopranos fans you, know, you got to email the fneh gmail.com. Tommy i got to get i got to i got
1: to finish that show i'm about two seasons deep and i just kind of stopped watching you know what i was uh,
0: i think four seasons deep and i i same thing i just suddenly it's fucking was like, good it's not it's like right. i was like yeah, oh, was, uh, hey yeah Nothing wrong with it. It's, you know, shit. Ha- life happens. Sometimes you're watching John Wick and a man gets shot outside your door. You're like, I got to watch this later. <laughs> no, I, I told you I finished the movie. Nothing. Oh, dude, speaking, I was okay. enjoying that movie. Nothing was stopping me from finishing that movie. Yeah, <laughs> good man. I'm glad you liked it. I knew you would. Speaking of like TV
1: and stuff, though. Nothing speaks more to the fall of MTV than when I, laying in a hotel bed at 2 a.m., go, I wonder what's on MTV. Mm -hmm. And all they have is animated Corner Gas. Oh, oh, (laughs) man. (laughs) Oh, how the mighty have fallen. That's what I'm saying, bro. I was like, what is this shit, dude? Like, (laughs) what the fuck's going on in MTV when Corner Gas is your, like, late-night special? Oh, man. Wow.
0: Yeah, bro. It's funny to me that they, that show is lived on when they just animated it. Cause was that like a, it's kind of an interesting idea, isn't it? That they were like, clearly our actors are all way too old for, to play their characters. So why don't we just turn them into voice actors and they'll be animated as them former selves. Right. Like they, that's sort of how they kept it alive. Like they're all like, it's, been on for 20 years it's like keeping somebody on life support alive when their fucking
1: brain was dead six years ago like the, it's not like it's not like animating it automatically made corner gas funny it was like this is still the same shit program like i'm sorry
0: hey you know what? Right. that show's been on for a long time there must be a lot of can Do you, know you know why corny slice of canadiana up here who it's love because shit. people
1: in fucking saskatchewan have nothing to watch but cbc because they don't get anything and then they're like this is peak comedy
0: well if you're in saskatchewan and there are other things. There are other things you can do out there. You what? Go see the Rough Riders. A 34-year-old man from Leroy, Saskatchewan, has been charged with dangerous oh operation of an aircraft after landing his helicopter in a quote high traffic parking lot in Tisdale, Saskatchewan, so his a- passenger could get out and buy an ice cream cake. <laughs> <laughs> You're living in Saskatchewan, what do you do? You watch corner gas and you fly your helicopter to the nearest ice cream cake.
1: Yeah, you, t- you, you park your your park your green fucking Rough Rider helicopter. You get out wearing your Rough Rider jersey. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is real life
0: Grand Theft Auto. This is actually <laughs> real life Grand Theft Auto. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Stop here, stop here. Stop I, gotta yo, I gotta get an ice cream <laughs> cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay quote when it landed the helicopter blew up dust and debris through the through the area which includes schools and aquatic center and more the rcmp said in a media release issued last wednesday a passenger hopped out of the helicopter and entered a nearby restaurant to buy an ice cream cake obviously a dairy queen right Or else i mean you're in the middle of a small town in saskatchewan there's got to be a dairy queen like and you know in that town it's probably the dairy queen like it's a it's a landmark that people meet at. I know. You got
1: celebrities taking helicopters to it, bro. <laughs> Come on now. Everybody in Saskatchewan knows this man now. What a baller. What a fucking baller.
0: Can we just get an ice cream cake? Just please, just just you know, just set it down. Yeah, yeah, right over there. Right over there. In that parking lot there. No, no, that, that's okay. You think we'll get in trouble? No, no, it's 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 fine. I mean, you're you're, you know.
1: I'm pretty sure in, like, helicopter school shit, they, they talk about not landing in civilian areas. Like, I think that's a thing. Uh, yeah, don't land your helicopter in a parking lot. I'm- yeah, because it's going to... The fucking thrust created by your goddamn, like, propeller is going <laughs> to shoot... Flip over cars, like, yeah. Smash
0: people's windows. <laughs> <laughs> don't land your plane on an active street, you know, unless you're ditching it or something. Local tornado
1: know. started in Saskatchewan when they haven't had rain in six months, and a helicopter landed and started a dust storm. Well, I got Injury a public, 12.
0: I have a public service announcement that follows up because I mean, again, this, this folks for our listeners, you have to understand Matt and I don't game plan these episodes at all. And so we rely on our our decade long telepathic sort of embedding that we have with each other because he brought up Saskatchewan and little did he know that I had a couple of Saskatchewan stories here in my a big couple. list today. So you have more. Excellent. I have Let's a public a service announcement for our friends out in that province and in, in those in those, uh, you know, in our, in our prairie provinces here. We value our Prairie Province listeners here, our Canadian friends. We we don't, but continue. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Livestock producers in Saskatchewan facing hot, dry conditions this growing season are also facing a feed shortage and have another problem to contend with as a result. Hay fraud. Not hay fraud. Like fraudulent hay true. These are the things that happened here. These are the, the lives fuck? we live here in Canada. Will you
1: make synthetic hay? What the, f- what the How the fuck do you do that? Hay
0: purchasing fraud is on the rise this year and the RCMP is warning producers to be vigilant. Be vigilant hay buyers. The RC- RCMP says it is aware of several producers in the province who have been affected by the scam. In the scam, fraudsters place ads for hay on social media and then online balance- buy-sell platforms and insist on immediate payment before the buyer sees the hay. Now, come no, on, no. folks. Yeah, come on. Come on, that's, that's on. buy-sell one-on-one. You know? You got the money? You got the stuff? This is... It, it's a stereotypical... It's This is like basic drug deals. I mean... So, as far as
1: hay fraud, it's literal fraud, not fake hay. Okay. Is, yes, okay. Yes, okay. it is. I it thought is. they were giving them, like, synthetic... Like, yeah, I got this like <laughs> fake hay, bro, listen. And the cows are, like, getting sick or some shit. Like...
0: My God. A bunch of old plastic straws. My is, like, cow's eating up. straws and he's dying. <laughs> He's got straws, straws. In three of his four stomachs. Straws, not straw, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. Now, some some producers who have sent money then learned the seller had no hay to begin with. I mean, that's. Of that's course. What he fraud probably is. lives in Nigeria. That's literally what fraud is, okay? Garth Woods, operation manager of. Li- I mean, Garth Woods. Garth Woods, what a operation name. operation a- manager of livestock services, Saskatchewan. What other name? That's a business card. Like, that's a business hi. card right there. I'm Garth Woods. Hey, nice to meet you. What do you, uh, you work in hay? What? Yes, I do. Livestock in hay. How did you know? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Now he says, the high demand for hay this year is fueling the scam. Quote, there's a much higher percentage of producers over a wider area that are in need of at least some feed purchases, which is not the norm, giving rise to a lot more transactions by people who aren't necessarily regularly in the market. Saskatchewan friends Friends, you, the listeners who may have friends in that part of the world, please, from fucking A to you, we care about you not blowing your money on some fraudulent. This is like, hay. This is like selling a point three
1: to a high schooler kid because they think it's a gram and they pay you twenty five bucks.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: that's
0: yo, guy I any, scored some weed. Be like, have hey, any stories like, dude, to share? <laughs> I mean, oh,
1: I know, I know. Spe- oh, there's, there's. No, I can't name a name. Can't name
0: though. You don't have to name them, but you can tell the stories. Oh, there's
1: a guy that bought a. This guy they used to sell. 0.3, so like 0.3 of a gram to this dude <laughs> as a gram and then charge him like 20 bucks. And he would paid. He was a fucking idiot, idiot, absolute wow. idiot. Like more than once, bro. Like, come on. Like, come on, dog. It got to the point that like someone gave me 3.2 out of a half quad. And I'd be like, listen,
0: <laughs> think I'm a bitch. think I'm stupid. <laughs> and he'd be like, yeah, you are. Cause you're like a tiny little white dude. What are you? Gonna and do I
1: was like, it? that's fine. But then he died. And everyone was, he's so nice. I'm like, I don't care. Like, fuck him. <laughs> <it. laughs> Put his name on a band. <laughs> put his name on a bench i don't give a fuck
0: <laughs> rest in peace to this guy he was such a loving boy fuck that guy he sold me a point three one time that motherfucker
1: yeah i thought he was tough fuck that guy man oh he's such a nice guy no he wasn't He was a fucking bum i didn't say any names were all right. yeah well i'm yeah i'm sure you're gonna hear about it
0: one day i don't give
1: a fuck come
0: call me I'll tell you what it is.
1: Well, he's anyway.
0: Not, he's not fucking calling you, evidently. I meant I mean his 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 squad, yo. I meant his 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 gang. You think they listen to the show? No. You think the old P3 crews listening to the show no, right they're now? They're busy fucking listening to themselves. Don't worry about it. Isn't that what we're doing? Stop. We say listeners. Stop, as though, man. We say don't, listeners as though there's people out there, but we don't, don't fucking not do really that there. to me. Don't, don't do that really to me, there. all right? All those listens, all those hundreds and and a couple thousand listens and all that. It's just me. I'm just playing it on Spotify on loop, you know, VPNing it through India. So it looks like we have people in India so I can create segments (laughs) off of it. I can call Manscaped and be like, hey, look, (laughs) I have listenership. You guys want to crack into the India market? Yeah, we got to call those. We got to call those Instagram bots, bro. We got to get them listening like we talked about before. Fuck them fuck them fuck those people who you know i know they're you know what this means because i know they're like poor people in other countries who are like trying to like use social media to make a few bucks on the side promoting things but like fuck off every time you put anything on instagram promote it no i'm not going to i'm not
1: going to i fucking hate when you get you like click on one because just you're curious and then they have like a farm of things that they interact with, but they're just literally other bots doing the exact same thing yeah. there. I'm like, what the fuck is this? You
0: man? know what? The websites they use, like those those accounts that they're like, promoted on this. They have like a million followers, but mm-hmm. they're all like, they're literally just like a million bots. <laughs> like, it's such a brilliant scheme. Like, get bot people to get people to come back to your real page which is filled with bots and then get them to pay you for advertising that's not real. Like- Genius,
1: right? And then the influencer is born. I have 55 million people watching. No, you actually have about
0: 18 million? Yeah, it's like a The God. rest are just bots. 100 people listen to every show a week. It's more like seven. Stop <laughs> 93 making me bots. feel bad. Stop making me feel bad about myself, okay? No, I'm making you feel bad because I want you to up your game. Drip Bayless. Follow I, Drip Bayless on Twitter.
1: Well, you're oh, up my game then. Here's a story for you really okay. quickly. Sure. Robin from the iconic Batman and Robin series has come out as gay in a... Actually, bisexual. <laughs> Fake news. Wait. Robin Wait,
0: which robin. What do you mean which is robin? Is like the latest iteration? There's multiple Robins, fuckhead. God, don't <laughs> you know your comic books? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is uh, it uh, I my brother right now is probably yelling them at the the, the screen. Tim I don't Drake.
1: Know. It's Tim Drake, okay Tim
0: Drake, okay, yes. yeah. Okay.
1: So it's that one. He goes on a date with a man named Bernard Dowd in one of the newest comics. So he's come out as bisexual. Okay. Now there's been a there's been a multitude of uh multitude of reactions here. There's a huge chunk of Twitter I saw that was like, "This is fantastic," we knew he was gay, or like, "Thank you for giving us some representation." But then there's also a big factor of people were like, "What are you doing, man? Robin's not gay. You're fucking up my comic, <laughs> shit, man. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I, who gives a fuck? Because Robin apparently has has previously dated a woman in the com- a woman in the comics, so." I guess he's
0: technically bisexual but Some I mean people, like shit I know a lot of gay dudes sometimes that, like, take time to find themselves maybe Rob is right? finding like, himself guys exactly Jake
1: exactly Blacks. but like of course you know MF Doom called this years ago
0: Master Bruce
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the weird thing about that song though is it's it's Batman sucking Robin's dong. You think it would be the other way around, right? Like Batman's the alpha, but
0: no. No, because you know he's in he's large and in charge all the time. So maybe he wants to be the the bottom. Oh, that's every his now and that's then. his thing, right? He's the bati
1: boy. Maybe. As, maybe as as my Jamaican friends like to call them.
0: Yeah, your your illustrious large group of Jamaican friends. Bust in head, bob and slob and Robin's knob. Hmm. Hmm. You've, been, you've been practicing that all fucking week. I know
1: it's like my favorite. <laughs> it's like my favorite line from that song. Uh, Aquaman sleeping with the fishes for real for
0: squealing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people. Anybody who doesn't listen to Doom or listens to the show is going to get really annoyed by it eventually. These like, guys are shut up. But that point is that we're trying to keep his legacy alive.
1: Absolutely. Two
0: so. middle class white guys in Canada keeping it alive, keeping the dream alive.
1: Keeping a former 40-sipping, bench-sleeping, moderate rapper who got a lot better as he got older.
0: He's Keeping playing the flow. He's literally in my ear right now. Of course he is, at all times. Exactly. If he's not in my ear, he's in my brain. He's, now, in, your, he's in your ear being like, don't take the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay, I'm not even going to touch that one.
1: I just... I mean, keep your, You got to keep your eyes clean like Vizine, you know, some shit like that.
0: You'd be like, oh, doom. Our listeners are still desperately waiting for you to launch your music career. Now, speaking of dreams, keeping it in your head, I have a nightmare scenario that may be on the horizon for all of us. All right. You're going to buckle up for this one, okay? When Brewing Giant Coors launched a new advertising campaign earlier this year, the format came as a surprise to many. The company was planning To infiltrate people's dreams, (laughs) to try and set people to be like Coors Light isn't shit. Coors encourage people to watch a short online video before bed because I mean nothing puts me to sleep like a Coors ad. I mean, and then play an eight-hour quote soundscape through the night. The fuck? Like who the fuck 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 would do do that? Who the fuck would do that? If successful, if successful, successful. (laughs) They're fucking with my brain If successful, this targeted dream incubation Would trigger, quote, refreshing dreams of (sighs) course. Jesus Christ Targeted dream incubation Targeted podcasting incubation When you go to sleep tonight, put on fucking A And just let it play all night I can't
1: even look at my screen and look at you right now I'm so disgusted with this (laughs) Like, is that what they really fucking think of us as people? Like, listen, listen, yes. listen. We need you to fill your entire dream with a beer ad. Dog, not not a joke. This of is- your own will. Of your own will, by the way. We need, we'd ask you oh, if you... Uh, uh, of your own will for now. Could you fill out this short survey?
0: It's just going to take
1: 12 hours of your time.
0: Quote, they're trying to push an addictive drug on people who are naive to what's being done to them. I don't know if it can get much worse than that. End quote, said Bob Stickold, a cognitive neuroscientist and professor of psychiatry At Harvard Medical School. TDI advertising. Get ready because it's already got a... There you go. It's already got a short form. TDI advertising is not some fun gimmick, but a slippery slope with real consequences. The potential for misuse of these technologies is as ominous as it is obvious. Doug, if you are dumb
1: enough to subject yourself... To a, a sleep session infused with marketing advertisement to get you to continue to buy a product that
0: literally keeps you drunk. You are a fucking stupid person, and I don't give a now fuck. Now you're forgetting. You're forgetting something here. Ugh, what am I forgetting? The worry here is with the fusion. Again, it's our word of the. It's, it's the word of the pod. It's the fusion <laughs> pod, me. baby. Guess what the problem that the that they're worried about is? People are gonna f- drink in their sleep. I don't know what. No. What does everybody have in their home now?
1: A fridge. A phone. A computer.
0: Things an Amazon that you and ring. I. Have, yeah. There you go. They're worried that what this means is that people could buy advertising in the middle of the night while you sleep no. through your Alexa. No. You could buy advertising. So while you're sleeping... They could play something. In-home devices like Alexa, which could hypothetically play ads while you sleep, or, as the article suggests, could incubate your mind with sounds that make you think of a product. Pavlovian dream advertising incubation. Welcome to the future.
1: Doug, are you trying to tell me that we're going to have commercials now where there's going to be like a specific like, ping, ping, in the commercial, and then when you're sleeping, you're going to hear a ping, ping, and then it's... Your brain's going to be like, oh, of
0: course No, not. you know what it would be? You'd like walk into a store and like the f- special, like the Coke machine would be like, broop, broop, and you'd be like, I really think I could go for a Coke. Mmm, Coca-Cola, delicious. Why did I suddenly want a Coke while I walk past this fucking vending machine? That's so next weird. The next time,
1: the next time we hang out, we're gonna rent a rage room and we're just gonna <laughs> fill it with Amazon <laughs> devices and just fucking smash them and donate. scream like we're doing like a haka, like Samoan guys. Blah,
0: blah. You want to just donate, like get people to be like, "Are you sick of your?" We'll be like techno revolutionaries who so are just like, "Donate your Alexa, and we'll break them for you."
1: And film it and put it on fucking YouTube. Just piss off Bezo? Just kidding. We'll take them and sell them on the side. We're like, you fucking <laughs> idiots. You fucking idiots
0: that's not cool man Alexa fraud that's not cool if we we destroy all the if we destroy all that shit our boy Bezos is not going to love us anymore my homie yeah he won't give us a shout out after he lands his dick rocket
1: and says thanks so much for all your support
0: I couldn't have done it without you. (laughs) I went to space again.
1: (laughs) All on your fucking dime, you clowns. (laughs)
0: Well, he's not CEO anymore, right? Which is why he's like, I don't have to be nice to anybody.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but like everybody knows him as Amazon, right? So even though he's not CEO, he still takes that heat in the media. It just is what it is, right? It'll never Uh, go away.
0: I have Bezo news. What's up with the Bezo? Sad news, actually. No, I mean, that's good news. We're making fun of him. We're making fun of him, but really we're being insensitive and, and we should apologize. Let me call like him up. I we'll call him up. Bring, bring. Bring. Hey, hey, Bezo. It's Dan. Yeah, we're doing the pod. Yeah, we're, you know, we're doing it right now, actually. I just want to say we're sorry for the jokes. We're about to make at your expense. You know, I still love you. You know, uh, Team Bezo, down with Musk. No, no Musk, no Branson. It's all Bezo. But unfortunately, my friend, Jeff Bezos, founder of Amazon.com and its largest shareholder, Born in 1969? 64. 64, whatever. Born in 1964. Jeffrey. Jeffrey Bezos. He is no longer the richest man in the world. Oh, he's been passed? Solemn moment of silence. It's not Musk, right? Moment of silence. Let me introduce you to the world's richest man. 72-year-old Bernard Arnault. I oh, know that's not a Russian oligarch, so who's he? The Frenchman is the founder, chair, and chief executive of LVMH, Moet Hennessy Louis Vuitton. Okay. Uh, it is the luxury goods conglomerate covering fashion, jewelry, cosmetics, wines, and spirits. Its brands include Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior, Bulgari, Tag Where, Sephora, which I mean on its own. Really? Fucking how much money he makes on Sephora, Hennessy, and also now most recently, Tiffany's as well. Holy Hennessy Jesus. is owned by the guy that owns Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior, Bulgari, tag, where Sephora, Hennessy and Tiffany's. What the fuck else do you need to own, man? I didn't know. You got the black market cornered. You guys, yeah, like you, you've got everything that gets turned into a cheap knockoff. <laughs> and it's had apparently a fantastic year through the pandemic, which is really weird to think about between his control of LVMH owner, Christian D- what? Between his control of LVMH, owner Christian Dior, and family, oh, and a family holding company, so all between us, all of those fucking things he owns combined, Arnaud owns about forty-seven percent of LVMH, which has a market cap of three hundred and thirty-nine billion dollars, which is, you know, pocket change. You know, not it's not much. LVMH stock has climbed more than thirty-five percent so far in twenty twenty-one, and has surged hundred and forty percent since March of twenty twenty. People buying more clothes after the
1: pandemic? Is it like they didn't buy some, so now because they couldn't, now they're like going hard? Whole world's collapsing, but luxury brands, be oh baby, never better. Well, that's because that's exactly it, dog. The whole world's collapsing, but not for the rich.
0: Now, COVID- how does how does LVMH done so well through this whole thing? It says it began with the crash. The luxury goods sector was one of the first to be badly hit by the pandemic last year due to the industry's reliance on consumers in China, where the virus originated, also other parts of Asia. But what really kills them apparently was a secondary market where global travel was cut off meaning that their stores their flagship stores in major cities around the world where tourists typically travel to then shop and come home with luxury brand goods was obviously kneecapped by the whole world shutting down
1: i i believe that eight thousand percent dog the amount of people that i've like seen ask me for directions or something downtown you can tell they're like where's like i'm trying to get to yorkville and you're yeah. like, oh yeah. Like you're not from here and you're trying to just go to the Louis store and shit. Like that's exactly. a thing. That's a thing, bro. Yeah.
0: For and, sure. And yet came out ahead. Now richer than Bezo. <laughs> so this <laughs> guy's gonna that. launch a he's gonna he's gonna ride a dick shaped, you know, with the Louis Vuitton print on the side into yeah, space. He'll next, this guy right? is that what it's going ride gonna... the balls.
1: No, he's gonna ride the balls.
0: <laughs> Fuck. Just, it just it just shoots Hennessy out the tip when you get into space. <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: nothing like brown liquid coming out of your cog. (laughs) Signify luxury wealth. Drink
0: my luxury juice, bitch. Rain (laughs) it down on
1: the earth below. On the rocks. Splash.
0: (laughs) Well, our condolences to Jeff Bezos. You know.
1: Rest in peace. I can't wait till next month when you become the richest person in
0: the world again. (laughs) Exactly. When he finds some other way. What if I just paid people even less? What if I made them work even harder? What if I had four people work an entire warehouse all day, injected with you know they just do nothing but stick meth in them until they like burn out? I figured it out. I solved the pissing in bottles problem. I'm just gonna install
1: catheters and piss bags and colostomy oh, bags into everybody.
0: Of course, and keep them running 24 seven. But then you have to reuse them because obviously you don't want to like you know. Ah, oh, it's cheaper. Oh, than- time out. Like I know I'm making fun of shit, but reuse a colostomy <laughs> bag.
1: That is, Rinse, oh God! Okay. Put it in the dishwasher. I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> you got to take out your bowls on the bottom. Dad, stop putting your colostomy bag in the top rack. Hey, well, you know, since I'm telling London, Ontario stories, I'll I'll tell one that that just sparked in my head. The years anybody who's anybody who's been or lived in London knows, and you know, the the Dundas and Richmond McDonald's uh, for years. Uh, quality not spot. there it's gone now by the way thank god oh it's is it really been, it's gone they, oh, they shut okay. it down they shut it down a couple of years ago now one time i had a friend who i worked with who came back from there and looked at me and i i, I never went into this place again after this she said that she was in the the dundas at richmond mcdonald's and witnessed a guy empty his colostomy bag into the under part of the drink fountain <laughs> No, <laughs> dude,
1: two, and if you've Ooh. seen the type of people,
0: you seen the type of people here in London, Ontario, who used to frequent the the Dundas and Richmond McDonald's, it's not that
1: hard to believe. Whoa. One sec, my girlfriend used to work at McDonald's. Hey, Haley, what? did
0: you ever have anybody
1: at McDonald's empty their colostomy <laughs> bag into the drink tray of the pop fountain? Uh, no, not that. No. <laughs> What's the worst? Just confirming. The thing that Okay. Uh, it's like right across the street from like that bar down over
0: and it's like a little a little hole in the wall. And a guy came in and he ordered a hundred cheeseburgers and then threw beer at us. <laughs> <laughs> you, can you relay the story for
1: our listeners? A guy came in was hanging out in the lobby for too long and then ordered a hundred cheeseburgers and then threw beer
0: at them. <laughs> <laughs> was see that nightclub owner in Vancouver? That guy who ran the thing out of his condo? It, must, that- be, <laughs> it must be, bro. must be. <laughs> he was just practicing for his hundred cheeseburgers Yeah, try around let's see how the police
1: react to this let's <laughs> see how mcdonald's reacts to this
0: all right oh man that yeah so uh i uh, you know be careful when you go to a mcdonald's in a in a bit of a seedy part of oh, town Doug, people know people that are in that part of town they go to, they always know like if
1: i go if i'm going to the mcdonald's and like queen and spadina like i know where i'm at like i know where i'm at like, you know, going in, like, listen, there's four homeless guys in Place that corner. Yourself. There's yeah. going to be two drug addicts out front that are going to try to open the door for you. There's going to be a few <laughs> passed out in one of the chairs. Like, you just, it's, you know what you're in for.
0: I mean, the people who worked at these at these McDonald's, like, they, you don't get paid enough to deal with the kind of shit no, you deal with every day.
1: It's fucking, I feel so bad. It's like 17 year old Filipino girls that are trying to put themselves through school, and you're dealing with like the worst possible dregs yeah, of this Toronto. guy's society. literally like
0: nodding off on the table, like, ugh. Like, sir. Please, like, sir. sir.
1: Like I have class in the morning. I got to go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you you got to like... leave.
0: Oh, God.
1: Like... Oh, I see the same girls that come come all the time down like that work at those McDonald's. And you can tell they're just like so fucking happy when they get off work, man. They're so I mean, pleased. Yeah, about, like, I, get I, that I mean, you fuck remember out of here.
0: you remember your every early job. You're always like it's like a motivation thing to be like, I never want to have to do this for a living.
1: I never want to be that girl. Sharon in the back has been here for 30 years and is like the world's fastest burger folder at Burger King. Like, I got to wrap like a talking... burger faster than anybody.
0: <laughs> Just no, like actually... knows, knows the dude nodding off by name. It's like, Steve, Steve, come on. Stop. No, don't, don't make me call somebody. No. it's like, Ugh fuck off Sharon (laughs)
1: dude we went on a we went on a quote-unquote trip in grade eight Uh, we went down to like the art gallery downtown in Oshawa or whatever okay and on the way we made a stop in that my teacher had called Burger King to like give us a tour of Burger King which is so fucking stupid Yeah, like Like, we went into the freezers and stuff like that but anyway the girl that was working there at the Oshawa Burger King down by the mall was like awarded as like the fastest burger fucking rapper in like Canada and like so she showed, yeah, like well slight golf hey. clap, right? Hey, Dude, yeah. she showed us, like, this is how I wrap up. It was actually fucking stupid. I was like, I looked at her. I'm like, you've been working here too long, lady. Like, you need to move on from Burger King. Now, <laughs> I have, I
0: got, um, I got one more story for you here. Since I'm I'm, 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 I'm jumping through all the news I collected here. See, in the month that we were gone or that you were gone, I continued to collect all sorts of news. And I've, I've got a nice big list. So I got one more since we're talking McDonald's here. So okay. there's no chance in hell I'm going to say this person's name correct because they're from Russia. So oh, good luck. Stenya of actually, I actually think I did pretty good. So an Orthodox Christian from Omsk, Russia, claims, Omsk. claims that seeing McDonald's advertisement made her break her fast for Lent in 2019. Now for Occident... Occident... O- <laughs> can talk for orthodox christians following the julian calendar lent is the period where they're expected to stay away from meat meat byproducts products poultry eggs and dairy for an entire period of chinakova claims that she hadn't eaten meat in a month when the fast food chains advertising for burgers and nuggets made her break her fast in april of 2019 she is now accusing the fast food giant of breaking the consumer protection law and insulting her religious feelings
1: Can you imagine having the fucking
0: gall to take something to court and
1: say, I'm such a weak-minded shit person that a McDonald's ad forced me to break my own fucking self-will. She blames the company for
0: advertising meat and animal products at a time when Christians are refraining from them and is requesting... Are you ready? She is requesting a thousand rubles or fourteen dollars as compensation for the sustained moral damage. (laughs) (laughs) She just wants the price of the burger back,
1: I guess. Like, yeah, because, you know, I'm religious. Therefore, your private enterprise company
0: should fucking bend to the will of my own poor will and fit my needs. Despite successfully fasting for the past 16 years. She was not able to resist the adverts and ended up ordering a burger from the nearest McDonald's restaurant. Quote, by this point, I had already been fasting for a month, but when I saw an advertising banner, I couldn't help myself. So I went to McDonald's and I bought a cheeseburger, she wrote in her statement. In the actions of McDonald's, I see a violation of consumer protection law. I asked the court to investigate and if a violation has taken place to oblige McDonald's LLC to compensate me for moral damage <laughs> in the amount of a thousand rubles. I mean, thoughts from the fucking A legal group that we we come back to every now and then 14 dollars. 14 dollars. what the fuck are you
1: wasting this time for what are you wasting this time for also you know that this girl went in there and got a cheeseburger and was like all right finally cracked and like every other person that cracks when they go to mcdonald's they ate the cheeseburger and go why the fuck did i even eat that <laughs>
0: I just mean, I mean, how many steps along the way before you broke your fucking Lent? Like, you, you saw the ad, you got in your fucking car, you started the car, you put your seatbelt on, or maybe not, I don't know. You drove on down there, you walked in, you looked at the menu, you picked what you... Like, how many times, how many steps did we get, and no point you were like, ah, oh, this is not a good idea.
1: This is, you know what this is? This is like the fucking food version of that guilty conscience lyric by Eminem. Like, she tripped, fell, and landed on his dick, but, like, with a fucking <laughs> burger
0: instead. What? You tripped, fell, and landed on that burger? <laughs> yeah this is not like keeping your 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 you know reserve heroin in a in in your bedside drawer this is you had to go all the way to mcdonald's you made the drive you made the conscious effort to go through a drive-through get a fucking order pay and then you got it you sat down with it you looked at it and then you were like here i am here we go
1: she needs to talk to my grandmother and a, a strong advocate for lent okay a woman is a saint We'll get
0: she, uh, Ksenia of of Chinakova to uh to link up. Call she up my Catholic.
1: Call up my Catholic French grandmother. She'll tell you what it is.
0: Okay. Okay. Guidance. Moral you, guidance. To end you the ever episode.
1: talk? You ever talk to old people and they kind of throw you off a little bit with fucking like they're outdated or like they're I was gonna say outdated racism, but not racism. Um. Uh. Does, ignorance. Ignorance, I should say. They okay. don't even realize they're being ignorant. Like my grandmother, for example. Um. So you know how? So a little while ago uh, Carl Nassib, an NFL player came out as gay. Uh, mm-hmm. he just, you know, made that whole statement. A lot of people supporting him. A couple other people have come out in like minor hockey and stuff like that. It's, mm-hmm. you know, started that little wave. Great stuff. And my grandmother but, casually just asked me like, Oh, the Toronto Raptors aren't a bunch of their players came out as gay. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Whoa, I missed I'm like, something. <laughs> I'm like, grandma. All right. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me just nip this in the bud right here. Okay politely explained to her that no no toronto raptors were in fact gay <laughs> explain what was actually going on so that she doesn't casually say that to the mailman when she has her right. normal 4 a.m chats <laughs> like, you know okay okay right. grandma. <laughs> like,
0: how about them like, raptors
1: what about she, them? <laughs> she gets up early so
0: she can talk to the mailman it's sad bro it's sad hey, you know what? We, some people make an effort to be social with the world around them and others hide inside and make podcasts and speak in one-directional conversations like we do. And sit in my high-arching chair and judge judge from afar. That's, I mean, isn't that the fun of being a human these days? Pretending you're better than everybody else and being a dick? Clowning millionaires as if like <laughs> I'm not just getting paid weekly. That's true hey you know what if we're ever jeff bezos rich you can fucking make fun of us as much as you want. oh uh,
1: free pass free fucking pass why do you think he
0: cackles like a fucking evil villain because he's like i'm richer than god (laughs) like suck my dick
1: he doesn't care i I just want him to fully embrace it at this point like just go lex Luthor
0: on it bro like just already lex Luthor. dude watch like watch like his 60 minutes videos from when he was a billionaire in like 1998 He's like, no, I still drive my Toyota Corolla. It's like crazy. <laughs> now he's like tanned and bald and shredded and was like riding rockets to space. <laughs> like, Oh, you're right. I guess he's he really already is Lex Luthor. You don't have to wait, homie. The future is now.
1: He's going to come out with some fucking unobtainium kryptonite type shit. The future Over. is
0: now. The future is fusion is what it is. Fusion and vibes, bro. Fusion and Vibe. All right, this is your tagline for the episode. Fusion and five, episode 45 of the fucking A podcast, Fusion and Vibe. I am who? Uh,
1: Dennis Antetokounmpo. And you are? Matavius Caldwell-Pope. He
0: is Matt and I am Dan. Thank you for listening. We're we're both NBA champions. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode. Welcome back, Matt. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, Thanks for taking our filler episodes for those few weeks. We hope they were still quality and, and enjoyable to you uh tell a friend come back you can follow the podcast on twitter and instagram at fucking a podcast that's f-u-c-k uh i-n-e-h p-o-d-c-a-s-t do i get my spelling b now spell it in the military phonetics uh, foxtrot no. umbilical cord <laughs> uh. <laughs> actually you know what I was at the mall yesterday and I was I had one of those things where they were asking for my email and I hate doing that but the only reason that I did it was because both times they told me they're like you'll get 20% off the hundred dollar purchase ring I'm like they're just giving me money I'll just unsubscribe tomorrow fuck it sure but every time I had that moment where I am so bad at the letter word association thing that She was like, I was like, uh, M and she's like M as in, and I'm like M as in, uh, Maurice. (laughs) She's like, what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't make me do this. N, N as in, N as in pneumonia. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hate that game. Don't ever ask me to play that. Anyways, folks, thanks for listening. Matt, welcome back. Thank you. Me, <laughs> still here. I never left. Uh, email podcast, uh, fnehpodcast at gmail.com, and, uh, and you know send us our stories, comments, questions, concerns, anything you want. And uh, we'll be happy to oblige. Yeah,
1: if, if a guy so, at a BMW tailgates you and tells you to fuck off, let us yeah, know. Yeah, if a guy
0: drives you off the road while you're rollerblading and tells you to fuck yourself, we want to hear about it. Or if cops girl. shoot girl. somebody in front of your house, we want to know about we it. We definitely want to know about that. Actually, If you're still listening at this point in the episode and you're a listener at all, we literally just want you to email us because we're still not convinced anybody's actually (laughs) listening to this show. Just send an email that says hi. And that's it. podcast at gmail.com. We're desperate to hear if any of you are actually out there. We want to know. Right. Like
1: Matt Damon and fucking Interstellar just sending out signals.
0: Yeah. Answer. Yeah. Oh, he was in that, wasn't he?
1: Answer. Yeah, he was the asshole right, that got the stuck his and tried to steal the spaceship and get back and like. <laughs> just spoilers. Dying. Spoilers. Oh, it came out fucking ten years ago. Like. <laughs> it's true. It's,
0: it's true. I it's, ruined it's,
1: the movie. I'm so sorry. Fucking asshole.
0: Plot. Yo, just spoiler. They go back in time. <laughs> spoiler alert. The key to the universe is love.
1: It's oh. Isn't like 42.
0: 42. That's the. That's. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, isn't
1: it? Yeah, the, the opening line I think is the answer to the galaxy is 42. Or the answer it's to true. life or something like that is 42. Some shit like that. Some yep. like that.
0: Email us nerds. Sign it's off, actually Matt. Actually 43. All right, I'm Sign done. Sign off. The music's things. coming in. Say bye. Say bye. bye. Say bye. Say bye. See you next bye. week, tell a friend. Bring all your friends. Enjoy you love the, the, the songs. The show. show's yeah, enjoy the music. Bye. It's bye bye bye. bye. bye.
2: I just wanted you to watch me dissolve Sure that i Angel, been chain smoking all month long, like you're someone I believe in. Am I only a elaborate Someone you can test things on. This isn't what I signed up for. I just wanted you to I just wanted you to watch me dissolve